It's all quiet in the underground bunker. Doors closed, locks bolted. But the great one isn't just resting on his laurels. He's making sure your weekend is even better by giving you his best. This is the best of Mark Levin. The government is repulsive. Many individuals in the government are unconscionable. And what's happening now is we have something that is really bizarre and evil, which is an administration, a media, an educational system that is both sabotaging our country and betraying us. Sabotaging and betraying. We're going to get to uh, Tony Fauci little later in the program, he was on all three network Sunday shows. Meet the Depressed, Deface the Nation, and George Stephanopoulos' Week. All three on Sunday. So they all work together, the American Marxists, the media, the bureaucrats, the Democrat Party, and so forth, which is why we have the politicization of science, and autocracy is the response Uh, from the politicians in that party, and from rhinos. And they ignore the science. Obviously, Florida's doing something right. Florida has the least number of cases and deaths. It has the number one best record in the nation. Despite the fact it's a hub for people coming into this country, including from the third world and the Caribbean in particular. Texas has the fourth best record. Now, it wasn't that long ago when Joe Biden and the rest of the idiots were trashing the governors of both of those states, DeSantis and Abbott. Now their words don't pass the lips of Joe Biden, his press idiot, his uh, autocrats, or the media. On Meet the Depressed, Deface the Nation, and George Stephanopoulos' weak. None of them said, hey, look, you used to attack DeSantis. He has the best record in the country. You used to attack Abbott. He has the fourth best record in the country. Vermont has the highest number of vaccinated people. It has one of the worst records in the country. How do you square these things as scientists and medical professionals? But they don't ask them questions like that. And they're not going to. Sabotage and betrayal. Maybe I should have kept that to myself. Maybe that's my next book, Mr. Producer. Biden to increase U.S. oil lease fees 50% while accusing big oil of anti-competitive activities. This is Breitbart, but it's all over the news because that's what they're planning on doing. Oil leases, they would increase them 50%. If you're communist China, fascistic Russia, Islamo-Nazi Tehran, or the inbred in North Korea, you are cheering or the inbreds who run Saudi Arabia. You are cheering. You can't believe your good luck that the American Marxists in the United States have a mouthpiece in the Oval Office and throughout his administration where they're literally going to further cripple the American fossil fuel industry. They're going to further cripple the American fossil fuel industry while the price of gasoline... Natural gas, oil, all petroleum products are going through the roof. While inflation is not only going through the roof, it's going to get worse and it's going to last longer. And so the reaction by Biden and his comrades is to make it worse, to sabotage our oil industry, to sabotage our oil industry, and to betray the American people. Under this false flag of climate change. Under this false flag of we're going to transition. Well, we haven't transitioned. And who exactly is going to do the transitioning? I'm not talking about gender here. Who's going to do the transitioning? Who? The administration? Just because they throw hundreds of billions of dollars around? doesn't work that way. It's never worked that way. It can't work that way. 
There is no transitioning going on, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there's little spurts and starts here and there. Little companies trying to get off the ground with massive amounts of government subsidies at the federal and state level. But there's no brand new great technology. We would have heard about it already. In the meantime, they're sabotaging us. The Democrat Party is sabotaging the country. And by the way, not just in this area, but that's where I'm focused right now. You would raise, you would raise by 50% the fees to drill on federal lands for oil leasing? And by the way, just because you get an oil lease doesn't mean you're going to find oil. It's an extremely expensive process. So the same companies that helped develop fracking, that helped develop fracking, that drove down the price of oil and oil products, that made us energy independent, patriotic companies with patriotic Americans working there, getting oil and soot under their fingernails, hard hats, working oil rigs, truckers, people who work the trains, on and on and on, blue-collar workers, providing all the energy for the elites and the white-collar workers. You're going to attack them as unpatriotic? These companies are unpatriotic? They're so unpatriotic that prior to this presidency, fuel prices were low. They were affordable. We had energy independence. We didn't have to rely on Russia and Saudi Arabia or anybody else. Now home heating oil prices are going to go up. The New England area, the Northeast, obviously parts of the Midwest and Southeast, and etc. Going to be terrible. Terrible. This is how they, they talk about the middle class and the poor people, how they're going to take care of them. Energy equity, environmental equity. This is what they do. They drag everybody down. This is absolutely outrageous. So, so the Biden administration, Biden, Harris, and the rest of them, they're going to make the price of fuel even higher. They're going to reduce the domestic supply even more. Even more. As they write at Breitbart, the Biden-Harris administration is recommending Congress hike the cost of oil leases on government lands from 12.5% to 18.75%. The 6.25% point royalty rate increase in oil companies contradicts the administration's promise to lower gasoline prices. Biden-Harris administration have asked OPEC to increase oil supplies. They asked the Federal Trade Commission to investigate oil companies for so-called anti-competitive behavior. How come nobody can investigate the Democrat Party and the federal government and the bureaucracy for anti-competitive behavior? That's what they're all about. That's what they're all about. And what's the federal government going to do with this money? Piss it away, as it always does. As it always does. An increased royalty rate would be the first rate hike since 1920. And so there's Biden bending over backwards to the degrowthers, the American Marxist movement. It's really unbelievable what's taking place in this country. Mark Levin. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition.
making your weekend even better. This is the best of Mark Levin. You know, in the past, when America's had pandemics, we didn't shut down our economy. We tried to build up our economy. We didn't subsidize people not to work. We insisted that people work harder. Our people on their own worked harder. We didn't crawl into a corner of our basement wearing masks and paper bags over our heads and rubber boots and goggles until the government said the coast was clear. That's not who we are. That's not what we do. We didn't insist that people commit harry-carry against their own small businesses or their churches or their synagogues and self-destroy them and then claim that's all righteous, that's all science. What's going on right now is worse than medieval. It's worse than medieval. And we have a man who had every single Network Sunday show Hey, uh, Tony Fauci. Every single Sunday show. Who is so busy promoting himself. The fact is the guy's a quack. If he were, could be sued, he'd be sued for malpractice by millions of people. The guy's a quack, in my humble opinion. Just my opinion. Mr. Producer... Let's get Scott Atlas on the program, perhaps Wednesday. He's got a new book out. I, I think now's the time for some sober thinking from somebody who's been a real scientist for a long time, not a bureaucrat who's managed to claw his way to the top at a young age and, and retain his position. I don't believe in medical fascism or scientific fascism, ladies and gentlemen. But this is apparently what we have. And a lot of it. Now, first of all, I want to remind you of the Democrats. Just a year ago. Just a year ago. On the vaccine. On the vaccine. Cut three, go. I think it's going to be a very skeptical American public about taking the vaccine. And they should be. We can't trust the president uh, and take his word and take a vaccine that might cause harm to us if and when the vaccine comes it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done let's just say there's a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election would you get it well it's going to be for all of us when we finally do god willing get a vaccine who's going to take the shot who's going to take the shot we will need to have access to the vaccine results so we can make our independent assessment to make sure that Donald Trump's uh, fingerprints are not on it. You can be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. Is the vaccine safe? Uh, Frankly, I'm not going to trust the federal government's opinion. And I wouldn't recommend to New Yorkers based on the federal government's opinion. And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency. Would you trust that vaccine? There's very little that we can trust that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth. We cannot take for granted this process will be free of political influence. I don't trust the president, and I don't trust the FDA. If Donald Trump can't give answers and the administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence. You're going to say to the American people now, here's a vaccine, it was new, it was done quickly, but trust this federal administration and their health administration that it's safe? I will say that I would not trust Donald Trump. How confident are you in the approval process of the FDA right now? How confident am I? Uh, I'm not that confident. Yes, I would be hesitant, but I'm going to ask a lot of questions. You're going to need someone other than this FDA and this CDC saying it's safe. You've got to make all of it available to other experts across the nation so they can look and see so there's consensus this is a safe vaccine Uh, what i'm worried about is that there's some sort of october surprise and that there is a pressure put on the decision makers here to announce the vaccine in october of 2020 we're going to put together our own group of doctors and medical experts to review the vaccine and the efficacy and the protocol 
And if they say it's safe, then I'll go to the people of New York and I will say it's safe. But if Donald Trump tells us I should t- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. We had a full scale Democrat Party, Democrat media propaganda campaign against vaccines in order to try and take out Trump. Full scale. Full scale. And they were so loathsome as to insist time and time again with their graphics on the monitor. You know I kept pointing it out. The graphics on the monitor. The graphics on the monitor. Look what they're doing. We've never seen anything like this before where there's a pandemic and they blame a president. And that's all purposeful. And then Biden's in office and they stop. More people have died from this virus under Biden in the last year than under Trump in his last year. And Biden has three vaccines and therapeutics developed initially during Operation Warp Speed that obviously Trump did not have. And as I've said many times, and I'll say it again, whether here on my Sunday show, Hannity, wherever, how is it? That Joe Biden's not responsible for every single death that is now occurring. Mark Levin. You're listening to the best of Mark Levin. First of all, I want to thank all of you folks. As the ratings come in for our different stations and so forth, our ratings are stronger than ever. Across the board. You know, when you're on the time I'm on, particularly in the East Coast and the Midwest, you're often up against sporting events, baseball and so forth. There's not a lot of shows that can uh, compete with that. We do because of you. But particularly the last three months and the numbers are coming in for November, it's been extremely powerful. And I'm so gratified and so honored to have you in the audience. I can't really articulate it properly. I wish I could. But I feel like we're a big national family. When I go to different places around the country, even in the neighborhood, it's really just so obvious how blessed I am when you folks come up to me, want to shake my hand, want to give an autograph. I try to take the time to do all those things, by the way. And I just uh, cannot thank you enough. Look at the book. American Marxism. You did this. You're spreading the word. You're defending the classrooms. You're now dealing with these corporations. uh, And all these other issues we've talked about. I mean, the Republican Party is largely clueless. They don't even understand there's a massive movement underway. You. A massive movement underway. And, uh, again, that's because you love this country and you're willing to do what you need to do to save it. You're the people who make this country work, not the people in Washington. No, no, no. They sabotage us in so many respects. They betray us in so many effects. You make the country work. And you're under attack all the time. I view my role as trying to defend you, defend this country, and defend what we stand for. We all have families. Many of us have kids and grandkids. You know, we only have a limited time on this earth. And we have to do whatever we can to preserve the greatest country on the face of the earth from those who would destroy it in two minutes if they had the power to do so. And we have to make sure they don't. Anthony Fauci is one of the people who's actually destroying this country, and I hope they pick this up at George Soros' Media Matters and Dan Abrams' Mediaite. They uh, throw up all over their all over their sneakers pushing this because it's true. It's absolutely true. He is an incompetent. He's highly political. And this is extremely disturbing. We have something called the Omicron variant. I talked about this earlier. I'm not sure at this point if it was Monday or last week. And it was the... The lead doctor, the lead expert in South Africa who noticed this and reported on this and specifically stated that it is a very, very mild variant. Who would know better 
than her and the South Africans since this is where it where it was first noticed and first spreading. So there's one case of it in the United States, in California, in San Francisco. A person who was fully vaccinated came into the country from San Francisco. And as if to leap into autocratic action, Fauci comes to the microphone. And I I want to make a broader point before I jump to this. I have noticed, because Biden had some kind of little press event today where he doesn't take questions or takes a few questions. The only time Biden comes to a microphone and gives one of these, these little targeted speeches is to give a political speech where he defends himself and he attacks somebody else, whether it's Trump or the unvaccinated or the Republicans or, 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 or the private sector, whatever it is. They send him out there to do the attacks and to do the attacking. He never says anything that's, that's substantive, something you didn't know, something that they're working on. Again, in a substantive way, it's always surface-level, superficial, and always attack, divert, and lie. And he did that today. He did it today. You know, he basically said, if you're finding shortages and so forth, this is the normal way things happen. You remember the Beanie Babies, that was a big push, or different toys he's talking about, And so in that he's saying, you know, this is to be expected, this is routine. But that's not what we're talking about. He's trying to talk down inflation like it's really getting better at the pump. It's not getting better at the pump. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, what world he lives in. But it's absolutely phony. And the people know it. And the people know it. But Anthony Fauci's phony too. He's as political as he is scientific which means he's not scientific. First, I want you to hear what he had to say at this press briefing today. Cut 10, go. As some of you may have heard, the the California and San Francisco Departments of Public Health and the CDC have confirmed that a recent case of COVID-19 among an individual in California was caused by the Omicron variant. Now, let's stop right here. I've talked about this month after month after month almost since the beginning of this virus, but soon thereafter. They want to talk about cases. Always the number of cases. But beyond that, it's hard to get information. How many hospitalizations? How many deaths? You know, the number, the number of cases is what they keep talking about. Well, how many cases of cancer do we have in this country? A hell of a lot. Usually around two and a half million a year. How many heart attacks and strokes? How about heart disease? We have so many very serious, potentially lethal diseases. How about diabetes? How many cases do we have? We're going to shut down Dunkin' Donuts? What are we going to do? Remove all the chocolate chip cookies from our grocery shelves. I mean, I could go on and on and on about this. It's interesting. I went back to look at Liberty and Tyranny. You know, sometimes I have to bone up on my own books, and I go back, because at this point I've written so many. I have a whole section on how the government manipulates us. This is almost 13 years ago. By creating scares. I'm not saying the coronavirus wasn't serious. I'm saying so much of what was said was false and so much of the reporting was hysterical. Attacking people like DeSantis and Abbott. DeSantis was way, way, way ahead of the curve. That's why they don't talk about him anymore. Scott Atlas, so many of these great experts out of Stanford, I've talked about it before, out of Yale out of Oxford, out of so many top schools, treated as if they're nuts. Which, of course, they're not. Go ahead. Genomic sequencing was conducted at the University of California at San Francisco, and the sequence was confirmed at the CDC as being consistent with the Omicron variant. Okay, so 
Got it. One, one person has the Omicron variant. What does that mean for the rest of us? What if the rest of us get the Omicron variant? What does that do to us? What do you get, Mr. Producer? You get bigger breasts? You get diarrhea? Hair grows out of your nose? What happens exactly? He has no idea. Go ahead. So I know there are a lot of questions, but here's what we know right now. The individual was a traveler who returned from South Africa on November the 22nd and tested positive on November the 29th. The individual is self-quarantining and all close contacts have been contacted and all close contacts thus far have tested negative. The individual was fully vaccinated and experienced mild symptoms which are improving at this point. So this is the first confirmed case of COVID-19 caused by the Omicron variant detected in the United States. Okay, did you hear anything there about science? Did you hear anything there about its effects other than this individual, and I quote, experienced mild symptoms which are improving at this point? That's it. That's it. Now, the Deuce, a.k.a. Peter Ducey, but the Deuce is one of the only intrepid reporters, real reporters, in the whole White House press corps. So let's take a listen to what is a very simple question, and then you'll see the political answer by Fauci, which is why so many in this country don't trust him and don't like him. Cut 11, go. Mr. Fauci, as you advised the president about the possibility of new testing requirements for people coming into this country, does that include everybody? The answer is yes, because you know that the new, uh, uh, the new uh, uh, regulation, if you want to call it that, is that anybody and everybody who's coming into the country needs to get a test within 24 hours of getting on the plane to come here. Well, what about people who don't take a plane and just these border crossers coming in in huge numbers? Whoa, 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 whoa. What about the border crossers coming in in huge numbers, doctor? This has always been the Achilles heel. Because their politics trumps everything, even their phony science. Go ahead. For example, when you talk, we still have Title 42 with regard to protection at the border. So there are protections at the border that you don't. uh, 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 You know damn well, Fauci. I mean, if you're going to lie about this, then it's obvious you don't have a substantive answer. And you're making excuses. And you're supposed to be a scientist. If you're going to be testing people before they come into the United States... There's a simple question. Everybody doesn't take a plane. You have people, foreigners, coming into this country from some of the poorest countries on the face of the earth that have some of the worst health care on the face of the earth where people simply are not vaccinated. And they're coming into the country. And they are virus spreaders. And we know that most of them, in fact, are not tested. We have hundreds of thousands of people sneaking in this country. They're called unknown illegal aliens because they, can, they estimate the number of them, but they don't know who they are. And so the people who follow the rules are the people who are put upon it, whether it's guns, whether it's taxes, whether it's the virus or whatever, because we're the people they seek to manipulate. We're the people they seek to control because we're the heart and soul of this country. Care what party you are, what color you are, that has nothing to do with it. Go ahead. As you know, if somebody getting on a plane, getting checked, looking at a passport, we don't have that there. But we can get some degree of mitigation. Is like, there something to do to test these people somewhere else? There, no, there, there, is, there is testing at the border under certain circumstances, as you know. That is a ridiculous response. There's testing at the border under certain circumstances, ladies and gentlemen. Few and far between. And, ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't say there's going to be testing on airplanes uh, under certain circumstances. Let me tell you what they're saying. Now, I have the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. I took the original shot, and I took the booster shot. That's two shots. Some of the Moderna, some of the Pfizer. That's two shots, plus the third for the booster if you take it, okay? What they're saying is, if you're fully fully vaccinated, you're going to be tested when you leave the country. Then you're going to be tested when you come back to the country. Even if you test negative, that is... You don't have the virus or the variant, which is mild. Mild is what people are saying who know something about it at this point. 
you're going to self-quarantine in your home for seven days. Now, we've come a long way from stop the spread in 15 days to, all right, you vaccinated once, you vaccinated twice, you vaccinated three times, you tested once, you tested twice, you're in good shape, now stay at home for seven days. And they don't even understand what this variant is yet. To the extent they do, they know it's mild. I don't care if it's the first case or the thousandth case, if it's mild. So their autocracy comes before their science. And that's the problem. And that's the problem. And if they don't have the authority to act, they claim the authority act through OSHA, for God's sakes, which not a single court in this country has accepted. Now one. We're going to have on this program in exactly one hour Mike Lee. He's one of the few in the United States Senate who is saying, wait a minute, I am not voting for a continuing resolution that provides for this mandate unless we kill it. And you have Republicans, when they go on Fox, when they go on conservative talk radio in the Senate, they are smooth, they sound like Mark Twain, they are solid as a rock. And then when it comes to, well, will you stand with Mike Lee? No, of course not. Of course I won't do that. Nobody from either party should do that. In other words, when the rubber hits the road, they're not there. And I'm sick of that, too. It's time to call some of them out. That later. We'll see how they vote. So his answer for illegal aliens is, well, some of them are tested. That's it. Well, how many were tested in the 70 flights that went into Florida, Jacksonville, Florida? How many of them were tested? He has no idea. But he tells you, we have one case in San Francisco. We've done the testing. And you go, oh, my God, what did we find out? What did we find out? Is it the plague? Is it? No, it's a mild case. And the guy's already getting better. It's been all vaccinated up. He's vaccinated up. He's, 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 gotten, he's gotten the, uh, you know, he's gotten everything he's been told to get. It's unbelievable. Cut, tw- uh, let us go to cut 12. Anthony Fauci. Um, Jerry, Jenny Leonard of Bloomberg. Go. This is more, this proves more transmissible, but less virulent than, than Delta. Would there be any public health benefit to furthering its, its spread by lifting travel restrictions, for example, so it can outcompete the Delta variant? You're talking about something really dangerous. You're talking about let a lot of people get infected to see if, in fact, you could protect them. That's something that I think almost all infectious disease people with any knowledge about infectious disease would not say that's a good idea. Well, how are you going to stop it? You have anything in your magic box of tricks, doctor? How are you going to stop it? They can't stop it. Some things can't be stopped. Mark Levin. The Great One makes your weekend even better. This is the best of Mark Levin. This is from Fox Business, Jessica Chasmar. Black Lives Matter calls for a month-long boycott of white companies. What is a white company? Anybody is free to invest in a company. What is a white company? What does that mean? You see how racist Black Lives Matter is? Because it's part of the critical race theory Marxist movement. And what's all this hate against so-called white people? Coming out of the media. You see the hate in sports media. You see the hate on sports teams and in sports leagues. You see the hate coming out of multinational corporations that do business in communist China. What is this hate? If Comcast is going to put people on the air who hate white people because they're all white supremacists, and that includes non-white people who are patriotic and support the country, doesn't mean they're conservative Republican, they can still be patriotic and support the country, then why do we support Comcast? Why do we give anything to Comcast? Why don't we tell them to go to hell? Look at Twitter. Look at the radical nut job now who runs Twitter, who replaced the other radical nut job. 
Look how they target conservatives for censorship. Why are you giving business to Twitter? Let it go to hell. Let it die on the vine. Like so many of these things will. We must become activists, patriotic activists. We shouldn't spend time on sites that steal our identity, that steal information, sell it, make billions, and then trash us? The hell is that? And we shouldn't do business with corporations, corporatists, who pretend, who pretend that they're in the right, who oppose competition, who benefit not from capitalism, but from big government. Licenses, big government regulating their competition out of business. What the hell is that? Black Lives Matter movement's national arm is leading a boycott of, quote, white companies, unquote, until New Year's Day, encouraging supporters to help, quote, end white supremacist capitalism, unquote, by visiting only black-owned businesses during the holiday shopping season. Now, how many black people will be unemployed if we actually did that? Virtually all, not all, but virtually all of the major professional athletic teams are owned by white people. But when it comes to, quite frankly, when it comes to many of these sports, a majority of the employees or a majority of the athletes are black. So Black Lives Matter wants us to boycott LeBron James's team. They want us to boycott ESPN. Maybe we should. They want us to boycott MSNBC, I suppose. We're not other than the racist Joy Reid operates, Tiffany uh, Cross operates, Al Sharpton, and white racists too. If that's the game they want to play. It's a Marxist operation that wraps itself in race, as does the Democrat Party. Now there's been an interesting battle between a couple of Republicans a uh, representative by the name of Mace from South Carolina. I wasn't sure to, what to make of this representative, but I've now concluded, in my humble opinion, she's a whack job. She goes on Fox and talks the tough line about mandates. She goes on CNN and melts. And melts. And talks the tough line about people who aren't vaccinated. And supports, in many respects, mandates. If that's not two-faced, I don't know what is. Or as I put it, two-maced, if you will. She also supports the January 6th committee. Even though she knows full well it violates its rules. Even though she knows full well that Nancy Pelosi appointed every single one of the members. Even though she knows full well. While she's rightly visiting Taiwan to show solidarity with that country. That's right, I said country. But it's undermining our own. By playing a role in a real insurrection by the same Nancy Pelosi who wants to destroy our constitutional republic, that is separation of powers, who's constantly threatening the Supreme Court and the rest of the judiciary, who wants to spend us into oblivion, who wants to create more entitlements, a broader welfare state much bigger, who wants to bankrupt this country for your children and your grandchildren, that Nancy Pelosi. So Mace is just one of these Republicans. They're jello. Jello. Like the Cape May Orca. Book selling, book writing, I guess. The colossal failure that is. Chris Christie. So she's fighting with Representative Green. She's fighting with Representative Bohert. Is it Bohert or Bolert? I happen to like that lady. She's tough. What is it? Bobert. I like Bobert. Now she said something offensive about Omar. Okay. Omar is very taken aback. She's, she's offended. She wants an apology. She gets a public apology, gets a personal apology. wasn't enough. Okay. She doesn't accept the apology. What about Omar? Is she going to apologize to the millions of Jews in this country? How about the millions all over the world 
for her blatant, poison-dripping, cancerous anti-Semitism? Will she apologize to me? Will she apologize to righteous Americans all over this country for her hate of this country, for undermining this country, for standing with Hamas, for standing with Palestinian terrorists? Will she do that? No, she won't. She's on committees. She's on the Foreign Affairs Committee. It's like Swalwell. Swalwell. Communist China's favorite congressman. They probably have video and pictures of this guy that are as disgusting as can be. I hate to even think of it. It makes me nauseous. This guy with the uh, little dabble doom in his hair, the greasy hair, the goofball look on his face. Yes, that guy who cheated on his wife and cheated on his family. And he has the tenacity to sit on committees judging everybody else. He's a putrid punk backbencher nobody. Man ran for president of our country. I think he got three votes, not even family members, much like Kingsinger. Kingsinger hasn't made up with his family, by the way. Real head case. Nonetheless, I'm not a big fan of this Nancy Mace in South Carolina. The more I hear from her, the more I read about her. And she's very busy on Twitter at night. Oh, let me write that. Oh, this is a good one. Oh, and emojis? Nobody can out emoji me. I think, what are you, in third grade? What are you, in third grade, you nut? Apparently so. But Bobert, Bolert? What is it? Lauren Bobert? That's a citizen candidate. She runs for a congressional race. She wins. I don't know. She seems very solid to me. Oh, she's controversial. So every time you have a conservative or somebody who stands up for our principles, oh, they're controversial. Oh, any nominee to the Supreme Court who's an originalist embraces, oh, they're controversial. Oh, Mark Levin, he's controversial, right-winger, controversial. Be done with these repubics who embrace this kind of attitude. Be done with the corrupt media who hates your guts and hates this country. Be done with them. Think for yourselves. Mark Levin. We're giving you nothing but the best, the best of Mark Levin. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I've touched on this before, but let me underscore the point. Our corporations, not all, but so many, are the most unpatriotic, un-American corporations in American history. I'll even broaden it, businesses. We have massive hedge funds that have invested wildly in communist China. You have this guy, Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio, I think he heads Bridgewater. I think he founded Bridgewater. He defends their massive investments in communist China. He's a multi-billionaire. You have, of course, virtually every sporting league in America, but for the Women's Tennis Association. You have our major networks. Many of their personnel have taken junkets to China indoctrination trips. You have NBC, hence Comcast, MSNBC, and their ilk, who are taking an enormous amount of money by paying China an enormous amount of money to exclusive broadcasting rights to the Communist Chinese Slave Olympics. Call it the Slave Olympics because there's about 2 million Uyghurs in concentration camps. And isn't it amazing that this American Jew speaks out more for the Uyghurs than CARE? Isn't that amazing? CARE spends more time condemning Israel condemning Israel's survival, hence the Jews, that does condemning the communist Chinese who are slaughtering, enslaving, torturing, raping Muslims. Ah, the nature of Marxism, that's the way it works, I suppose. If I'm wrong about that, somebody from CARE, please call in and by all means correct me. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have a discussion with you. 
So we have the most unpatriotic, the most un-American corporations this nation's ever seen. Businesses. All walks of life, all geographies, all backgrounds. Run by Republicans, run by Democrats, run by eunuchs, whatever. Whatever. They hate Donald Trump and his supporters. They hate the Republican Party. They hate capitalism more than they hate mass murders. Now, we know this in the case of the Democrat Party, because the Democrat Party had an opportunity to vote for a bill uh, that would sanction businesses that did business with China uh, if those products were made by slave labor. The Democrats opposed it. Now, why would you oppose that? Why would you oppose that? Pretty amazing. They have in their Build Back Doofus bill all kinds of subsidies to unions. And if you're non-union, you don't get these subsidies. And yet they subsidize communist China, which has used our technology, the money out of our corporations, to build what is becoming, what is becoming the most powerful military force on the face of the earth. They're going to use our rope to hang us. Isn't that what Khrushchev said, or one of those commies? It's exactly what they're doing. And so they laugh when they see a guy like Swalwell on the Intelligence Committee, who they own. They own Swalwell. They own him. They have pictures of him. There's no question in my mind about it. Eric, if that is your name. Eric. Eric Xi Jinping. Swalwell. Please feel free to call the program and deny. These microphones are open to anybody, even reprobates like him. But I'm very serious about this. You folks have an opportunity in this next election cycle. Anybody who has helped to enrich China, I don't care what their excuse. You should not vote for, period. Let me put it to you bluntly. And I hate to be the one to say this. We are on a path, a path to war with China. We didn't provoke it, they're provoking it. We're in a path to war with China. Some people saw the rise of the Axis powers. Some people saw the rise of the Third Reich. Some people saw the rise of the Communist Chinese. Some people saw the rise, way back when, of the Communist Russians. We are on a path to war with Communist China. You've heard it here first. People have been dancing around it. Look at what China's doing. If we go to war, if this, but for that. No, China is preparing for war. They launch more rockets than the rest of the world combined. I just read that yesterday. They have a thoroughly modern nuclear missile force as ours is aging. They have the largest navy on the face of the earth as ours is rusting. They have a military that is utterly and completely socially engineered to create human robots. Who will do anything. We have a military, the weakest generals and admirals probably in the modern history of this country, who are busy indoctrinating our military and our personnel about hating America and how racist America is. So tell me, who's poised to win this war? Why do you think the communist Chinese are busy in space? Because they want the best pictures of the stars? No, they have militarized space. They militarize space. They want to knock out the electrical grid. They want to knock out our GPS system. Our entire communications ability, pretty much. Not just as a people, but as a military. Technology has always been our advantage. But what now? Will technology be our advantage? As... Joe Biden celebrates Christmas with his Lauren Bacall voice. 
our enemies are celebrating Joe Biden as the putative commander-in-chief. Our enemies are celebrating Austin and Millie, who left American citizens still in enemy territory in Afghanistan, and our allies too. They're celebrating Pinkin, who has done everything he can to sell out and appease the Islamo-Nazi regime in Tehran that is building nuclear missiles, and they're close, according to Biden's own generals, four-star McKenzie. All these guys should have lost one of their stars after Afghanistan. Even Russia, that has an economy the size of Texas, is building hypersonic weapons and other weapons that are technologically beyond ours. Have we lost our will? I don't think you and I have. But I think the very people who are destroying this country from within will make it impossible for us to defend this country from without. And they have their media in their back pocket. See, I worked in the Reagan administration. I remember Ronald Reagan's position when it came to defense, when it came to military spending. I remember one of the greatest secretaries of defense in the history of this country since we've had secretaries of defense, Casper Weinberger. Yes, I remember those days. I remember when we had an incredibly competent cabinet, a cabinet of patriots, a cabinet of men with experience, including my mentor and former boss, Ed Meese, who they tried to destroy destroy one of the most ethical and decent human beings I've ever known. They tried to turn him into something he isn't. But we're used to this now. We're used to it. While Comcast is promoting somebody like Joy Reid, a racist, and Tiffany Cross, another racist, and Al Sharpton, and Joe Scarborough, a dim-witted slob, May I say, with all due respect, not. While CNN is, is a joke, while Jeff Motherzucker puts the weakest, stupidest people he can possibly think of on television, who don't even know how to keep their pants up and their mouth shut, the nature of the American media. While the NEA and the AFT and the National School Boards Association, and the National Superintendents Association, or whatever these fools call themselves, are destroying our educational system, destroying support for this country at the youngest age as possible, pushing racism and Marxism and all the other isms. They don't do that in other countries. And you and I are paying for every damn piece of it. Now they want to pay it, pass a bill where you and I pay for more of it. For much more of it. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. I hope you'll join with us tomorrow, and I'll see you then. God bless.